Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Late last night, Tom texted, want to fix this rather than have a war? I hope you feel the same way. I didn't respond. I'm not quite sure what he means. This text has definitely thrown me off. In this moment, I feel not quite sure what to expect. Recently, his messages have been very confusing and vague. And Tom has not told me about this other woman. So with all this going on, I don't know what's going to happen when I see him today. again with another 90 day fiance recap but before I get into that I wanted to do a special announcement y'all I you guys have been asking and asking and after a while I realized that I'm going to be doing a patreon that's right you guys can find me at patreon.com slash ebbm podcast um, I just wanted to find the right fit. I wanted to do something that I knew I was going to be like passionate about, whether it be doing like bonus interviews or about other shows or do a limited run. What I decided to do was a limited run. I was looking on the internet and I thought I need to find out if Lindsay, the hit own limited series featuring Oprah Winfrey trying to do something that has never been done, which is rehabilitate, rehabilitate Lindsay Lohan's career. So you guys, it is available now on own on demand. Um, I, on my cable service, but I also noticed that you guys, um, there are, I want to say like six or seven out of the eight episodes that you can find on YouTube if you guys don't have cable. 
So, yes, I am going to be doing um, the Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay own documentary, short series documentary. I am very, very excited about it. Lindsay's somebody that I don't really get into, but like, you know, we're about the same age. I followed her career. I followed her trajectory. I, you know, I was on the Instagram live the night that she tried to kidnap those little, um, children from her parents on the, their parents on the street. And she got slapped in the face. I've been there for all of the important moments. So I hope you guys join me on this journey. I'm very, very excited about it. I already told, I've already told one person about it and they already want to be on it. So hopefully I will have some guests, but I imagine it'll probably be mostly me. Um, with that being said, I really, I hope you guys, uh, you know, if you're able to, I know that these are very trying times, so I'm keeping the, uh, prices low. If you guys want to join and just be a patron contribute, not get the episode, but like, if you just are, want to be nice and charitable, I'm doing a, um, $1 first level, uh, patron. And then for the, if you want to access the episodes, that'll be $5 a month. So that'll be one episode every week, um, for the next eight weeks. Um, and $5, I hope that that is economical for you. If it's not, please don't tell me that I'm a, a greedy bitch. I'm not trying to be okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really, really excited. I think that the first episode will start next week. So yeah, look forward to that. I hope with that being said, let's get into 90 day fiance this week. I'm going to start with Lisa and Usman. You guys, Lisa is quickly becoming like my mortal enemy. I am of the, you know, like I, I like to strike a perfect balance between like having characters that I actually love and root for and the characters that I love to hate. There are very few characters that I just like genuinely don't like, and I don't like to see on my screen. Lisa's quickly becoming one of them. Uh, so yeah, let's get into it. Basically, it's been a f only a few days that she's been in Nigeria. Lisa says that they've been in a ton of fights. Um, there's no baby love happening here. Um, the fights that Lisa is claiming are all about Usman's behavior. Y'all hear that? <laughs> this lady has no perspective on the fact that he is doing everything that he can to get you to stop being so possessive and controlling and jealous, particularly when it comes to his career that he seems to care a lot about excuse me, it seems to care a lot about. And I mean, we've seen him try and gently bring up the fact that like, Hey, maybe you should be a little bit more kind. Maybe you should not like, you know, be so possessive towards me when it comes to my female fans. We've seen him try to get friends, tell her, um, we saw Abba Espoy like pretty much just go off on her and tell her point blank that he, that she is going to ruin his career if she does not let some of this control go. Um, so she feels very disrespected because basically while Usman and, excuse me, while Abba and Lisa were going back and forth about this, um, his career, um, Usman was laughing and, you know, smoking on that hookah. So frankly, honestly, Usman doesn't really care because Lisa doesn't like to hear the truth, which is that like everything that she's doing really is, could potentially be like a direct negative effect on the career that he's built. Um, so yeah, like the issue here for me is not that he's not really being honest, even though I think when he talks to her, he's not, uh, 
super direct, but for me, it's the fact that, like, when we do see him try, she, like, does, just doesn't want to hear it at all. Like, has no perspective at all. Like, she thinks that everything is his fault. Everything comes back to him. It's just, ugh, she's, she really irks. She has now laid down the hammer and says, like, Abba was completely disrespectful toward her and that she does not want him at the premiere party at all. So, <clears throat> yeah, um... Uh, Usman basically says to the producers that he's only agreeing to this because he is basically doing what he has to do in order to keep her happy in order to be a superstar in America. Is he going to be a superstar rapper in America? No, (laughs) y'all. At best, he's going to be like a SoundCloud rapper in somebody's garage. Um, And I think that that's about all he can hope for. I frankly think that he should stay in Nigeria. It seems like he does have a set of fans there that are loyal to him and enjoy him so I think you know he should just be there just go stay there and be the king of Nigeria you know I I love that for him um so finally it's time for the performance and slash video premiere so he'll be performing and then premiere this like edited version of the I love you song that he wrote for Lisa um do you guys remember that episode of Sex and the City where uh uh, oh my god, Samantha dates like a black guy and she starts wearing all these like more, you know, urban clothing to like try and fit in when they go to the club and then she gets in the fight with the sister who's like a chef who told her like she didn't want Samantha dating him because this is a black thing and like he just didn't belong with her. So anyway, tap into that. I mean, it's obviously not the like, you know, Manhattan wealthy PR woman version of that. It's the York, Pennsylvania version of that. Uh, let's get into it. Baby girl has on her Chloe Kardashian hoops and like, uh, what do you call like a turtleneck that's both chunky and sleeveless? <laughs> the dress barn special, like is dot still around? I, I really don't know where this woman gets her clothes from. But anyway, Soja Boy has on this like yellow kind of like sweatsuit that you can see is a cotton poly blend. It doesn't seem very breathable for like, you know, like a hit performance. Um, but I guess that explains why he brought a stolen bath towel from the hotel to wrap himself around. Um, he's got it on his head in the car. He's looking like E.T. when they're in the bike. He's taking pictures with it on the step and repeat. It's basically like an emotional support towel for him. Lisa says that she's worried that his women fans are, um, not gonna act like adults, like you first, goofy. And she also refers to them as lovesick puppies. Now, the only bitch that I'm seeing in the room is her. So, <laughs> um, his first song is about dabbing. It's literally just like dabbing, 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 dab here, dab here, there, dab everywhere. Um, everybody dab. I think he's trying to make it seem like he was the person who invented dabbing and not, um, the Migos, but whatever. Um, then they do the video premiere and at the end, <laughs> like I said, they, they edited out this woman that they put in the video initially. So it's basically just like Usman kind of like doing a two-step behind some lights and a two-step in the park and then a two-step somewhere else. And it's, you know, whatever. Uh, at the end of the video, it's like... <laughs> 
like a selfie of Lisa, like clearly something that she took and it said like, it's dedicated to my love or whatever the fuck it says. And it looks like, you know, like when somebody dies and they do like a, this video is in memory of situation, they pan to the crowd and the crowd reaction is quiet, stone faced, downright bored, frankly, <laughs> Usman then says, on the mic, he gets on the mic after the video and says, the beautiful thing about this video is that she's standing right here. My fiance, a white, beautiful woman from the United States. <laughs> we get more fan reactions from the club. Um, they like had people, his fans interviewed outside of the club and the reactions were pretty strong about the video. Um, we got a thumbs down. We got, uh, a woman saying that their love is not a pure love, um, that the video was boring, that um, Usman only wants Lisa's money, and that she's an old white woman and she should run away. <laughs> um, Usman basically is, thinks that this is a success purely because Lisa managed to behave herself. Um, the next day they fly to meet Usman's mother to get their blessing for the marriage. Because remember you guys, they are actually planning on getting married while she's here. And I think she only has like two, two and a half weeks left. <clears throat> um, they have a friend named Bobo. Uh, one of his friends take him from, take them from the airport to the hotel. They get to the airport and basically they're staying at the hotel because, you know, he's Muslim and his family would not approve of them not being married and like sharing a bed together. So they get to the hotel and you know, <laughs> I mean, the Lisa says like, she's you know, like, like I'm not living in a palace, but like, this is basically like a one star hotel, maybe a half star hotel at that. It wasn't like, I mean, it looked relatively clean and it, you know, I, I don't really know what to say, but it clearly was not like a hotel that would ever exist in America, like legally. <laughs> um, there are two box springs stacked up together as a bed and you go to the shower and there's a shower with just like a bucket in it. It seems like there was a lot of like creepy things happening in the corner in terms of like sanitation, but Lisa's horrified, but Frankly, I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I would be horrified too. I would not want to stay there. I certainly don't want to sleep on a box spring, but there's also like, you have to give a respect. You have to understand that other people don't live the way that we live. They don't have the creature comforts that we have, that people are just doing the best that they can. And Usman rightfully gets really, you know, like annoyed and upset at the fact because she's like acting so horrified about the way he lives, essentially, you know? And he thinks that he, she's being re really disrespectful, which I agree. Um, and he's worried that she's going to like act this way in front of his mother, which is a genuine concern. Um, the friend Bobo's in the hotel with them, like hanging out, just, you know, chit chatting before he leaves. And he takes Usman outside and is like, listen, your wife is beautiful. She's lovely, but I really don't like the way she speaks to you. She orders you around. She says, do this, do that. And like, I'm just not liking this. And, you know, they talk about, the differences in culture and Usman, you know, tells him that, you know, in America, the women have the control over there. They, you know, it isn't like over here. So while I understand why she 
you know, is like ordering me around, like this is going to be a problem. And this is where we really see Usman's balloon sort of deflate. And he's really like questioning whether this is the right decision for him. Um, next week, I'm going to go to Edward Rosemary. They had a pretty, um, they weren't really on the show that much. Thank God we did not get Avery and Ash this this episode. I cannot take those eyes anymore. Um, Ed's alone in his hotel room. He's basically on the verge the whole time because he cannot get a, a hold of Rose since they had their fight the night before, um, about the STD test. So, he now regrets even asking her about it and he feels like he blew it and he wants the opportunity to apologize. He texts her to meet her at a cafe in the afternoon and what he calls an attempt to show respect rather than sending her the text message in English, he puts it in the translation app. So it's in Tagalog. Um, he feels like this is going to show that he loves her. I I don't know why, (laughs) but, um, sometimes it's like, gosh, I really don't take stock of the fact because I feel like I don't relate to basically any of the Americans that are on the show. And I, but to the point where like I separate myself from them, but like, this is really the times where I think it's God, like, it's so embarrassing to be American. And I, I wonder like outside of America, do they play 90 day fiance and like, England and Australia. I mean, a lot of you guys listen to these episodes in different countries, but, uh, I have no idea if you guys can watch them, (laughs) but, um, anyway, uh, so he goes to the cafe, he's waiting for two hours, but finally Rose actually shows up. Um, obviously she's still very hurt. And I, I was like rooting for her the entire time. She let him know, like, I don't, appreciate the fact that you don't trust me. I don't like that you asked me this. You hurt my feelings and I'm not going to stand for it. Fortunately for her, Ed is apologetic and he says like, I'll never ask you for an STD test again. Um, and they make up. He, they decide that they'll stay one more night in Manila, one more night in Manila before going to her town to, so he can meet all the family. So they're good. Um, then to Erica and Stephanie, Stephanie's, you know, excited. Uh, they're still on their way to the hotel from the airport. They're like super giggly and excited to see each other. Um, but at the same time, Stephanie's really nervous because she's celibate and she knows that like, you know, she hasn't even kissed anybody. So she's like, you know, nervous about that happening. They're at the hotel, um, and Stephanie shows her the gifts she got her, which is like a stuffed possum and like, y'all, they're truly like, I work with animals. I love animals. I, you know, I'm a tiger princess, if you will, (laughs) but I hate possums. And you guys, I'm going to admit something that one time when I was, you know, maybe 18 or 19, I lived in Georgia. There are a lot of possums here and there. And, uh, uh, I, one was crossing the street. I was on my way home and I, ran it over and I don't feel sorry about it. In fact, I felt more empowered because you know what? Possums are a thing from the devil. If you disagree, I'm sorry. I know a lot of people are like hashtag possum hive. I think they're disgusting. Their tails, like just thinking about them, make me want to throw up. I think they're the creepiest animals. 
I would like sleep in a bed of roaches before I ever had to like touch a possum. Like, you know, when you would watch those episodes of Maury and like people would be scared of balloons and (laughs) they would bring out somebody who like was like had a bunch of balloons attached to them and people would just like run. They'd be halfway across the stage before you could even get them. Like that would be me. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. As we all know, when it comes to everyone's business, I like to mention it all, but when it comes to mine, I like to keep things a little bit closer to the chest. But that method doesn't always work when it comes to your mental health, and we all need a way to purge and get it out. Therapy is a safe space to do that and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. By learning positive coping skills and all the tools you need to help you be the best version of yourself. BetterHelp is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So you can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash everyone's business today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash everyone's business. Um... But anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, things seem to be fine. She's ordering champagne. She's like, you know, I'm going to take a bath and, you know, maybe you can come join me in a few minutes. And, you know, we see them. She gets Stephanie's like in her lingerie. She's in like a really cute, like black, like Teddy in a robe, I guess. And they start to make out. Um, so yeah, things are fine. Then we see them the next day. Um, Erica's like Justin's like cute like safari onesie outfit and she's surprising Erica with a excuse me Erica's surprising Stephanie with a uh trip to like a wildlife sanctuary so they go there and I think this is where it really sets into Erica what the severity of Stephanie's uh disease is her anemia because she's very like immunocompromised and you know she has to be very uh uh, concerned about germs. So they're having fun, but then, you know, Stephanie's got to sit down. She's got to take her medication, which like she had a little backpack with her and it basically like her meds filled most of the backpack. And Erica tells us that she, that Stephanie was not really honest about how bad her disease was. So even though she is very supportive to Stephanie at the time, she tells like the us in a talking head that like, it is a concern of hers and that it is something that she's going to have to take into consideration because she does want to be, excuse me, she does want to be serious with Stephanie 
but this is like a, a big concern of her hers um so yeah that was it for them for this week uh let's go to Darcy and Tom I just love when Darcy comes on my tv I just live for it because she's both hyper aware and completely unaware and I think that makes a for a very interesting and even great reality tv star so we see her she's looking in the mirror she's fresh-faced and by that I mean she just like I don't know I don't think she had lashes on um She's like doing her little foam or uh, jade roller in the um, mirror and talking about how she's preparing to see Tom the next day. And Darcy, even though she told us that she she had every intention, like of not bringing up the woman in the pictures, that she just wanted to go there to tell Tom and show Tom how empowered she is and what a strong woman she is, whatever that means. (laughs) Um she fully intends on confronting him about the pictures. She says that she was under the impression that they were still like fully together. So she's very confused as to why he would be taking these pictures. As far as she knows, Tom doesn't know that she's even seen these pictures, even had access to these pictures, but like, why would Tom? Okay. So the reason she got these pictures is through her sister, Darcy and Darcy got them through Florian, her fiance. So who got them from Tom directly. So why Tom would not expect, you know, like, why would you show pictures to essentially like your brother-in-law and expect them not to be in Darcy's hands? Like within a few minutes is beyond me, but whatever. I'm sorry for my voice. You guys, my throat is so dry. (laughs) I'm going to try and make it through. Uh, so uh, yeah, she's, she's ready to go. She's, just just a just a dream just a true treat um so we find out that he texted her that he was he had landed in new york and that he hoped that she would come see him and that they have a peaceful meeting so they this is one of my favorite things is that you know they close up on the phone and i always love to pause it to see like what the other text messages that they don't mention we're talking about so um the first text message that you could see is like, well, I'm sick, so I might as well eat a blank. It looked like dick, but it was blurred out. But then he also invited her to Argentina to meet his real friends and that he hated to see her upset the last time that they spoke on FaceTime. (sighs) Tom is a true piece of work and like a real doctor. Who's, Who's the guy that was like the scammer? Uh, that was like pretending to be a doctor and then he wasn't, uh, oh my gosh, I can't remember. Whatever. Y'all know who I'm talking about. It's a scammer. (laughs) Um, I keep wanting to say Dr. Death, but that was not his name. Um, or was it? I can't remember. Just pretend it's like Vicky's ex-husband, ex-boyfriend Brooks. Um, so why would he want to, for her to go to Argentina to meet his real friends when he is a full Englishman is beyond me. Like he's truly just trying to scam a free trip and a new season for him to be on television. And I hope she's understanding that. I hope what we're not hearing is that them breaking the fourth wall of, I just know that he has ambitions of being like famous and being on the show. But and I also want to know, like, are they going to bring up these pictures? The fact that he was basically like a catfish. This is what would make me not interested in Tom. If I were Darcy, like 
she doesn't really know anything about him. When she went to England, she never saw his house. When we, when she left, he was like, oh, I'm going to give you something. She thinks it's going to be a ring. It's a key that basically looks like the key to Hogwarts that he claims is the key to his house. He must think that she's so stupid that like, <laughs> that this old ass key from like fucking Edgar Allan Poe is going to unlock a door it like where does he live where do you live in the wardrobe from the lion witch in the wardrobe um but anyway and why are his real friends in argentina it doesn't make any sense anyway but then we see tom at the airport he says that he doesn't think that darcy knows how much that he loves her and that the distance for them was so much and the fact that she kept talking about jesse was too much for him and then we get a flashback to the last reunion where he basically said that he went down to the hotel where they were staying and the hotel bar and he found Darcy with some like random dude, random stranger with that stranger's arms wrapped around her. Darcy says that she was just upset and that maybe the guy was like trying to comfort her, but he wasn't trying to hear it. Um, Tom has also lost a lot of weight, um, since last time we saw him, but that's not really helping him be more attracted to me. For some reason his head looks bigger and longer. Um, I, I don't know. <clears throat> it's the day of the meetup now and the Darcy's in bed. We find out the night before, um, Tom texted her that he was looking forward to seeing her and that he didn't want to have a war and that she didn't text him back. And then she starts crying <laughs> for no discernible reason. But anyway, we see Tom at the restaurant and he's there first and he says that he's really nervous. Darcy arrives with her luggage. She says she got, she's packed an overnight bag, which was a full thing of luggage. And she had booked a hotel room for herself just in case anything happened. Um, and Tom is like planning on going to Connecticut after this to hang out with the family. So she's like, I'm just going to get my hotel room, my own hotel room in case anything goes south. And like that way he doesn't like con me into going to Connecticut. Um, so she arrives, she's looking like a bad bitch. She's dressed in all black like the omen. Tom <laughs> leans in to hug her and she stops him and she's like, Hello Thomas, please don't touch me. I'm not comfortable. <laughs> and then we see her with her like orange glasses, which y'all if you guys know where these glasses are or what brand they are, because she um she was in the premiere with them with Stacy. I cannot find them. I keep trying to bother her on Instagram. She will not respond to me. <laughs> But I want to know where these classes come from. Um, but that was the end of them. Let's start with, or excuse me, end rather with David and Lana. <sighs> y'all, y'all. Okay. So today is the day that David's going to pick up Lana from the train station. He says that they haven't spoken in two days and that he can't see her on the chat site that they use. So rather than taking that as a red flag, he takes that as proof that she must be on her way. The naivete is real. Um, that he doesn't even have a phone number to check in with her, which seems like, okay, if you guys are at the point where you're actually going to meet, could you give, give, give him like a WhatsApp or something that way it's like, you're not sitting at the train station. What happens to the train? Like some way to communicate I'm here, I'm not coming, you know, things that you would do if you were a normal and real person. Um, so things are going great for him. He's getting ready. 
she's supposed to be wearing a blue dress. So he gets a purple polo shirt because he feels like that's going to match. I don't know. Um, he's shaving because he reminds us that he's 30 years older than her. And he just kind of like wants to level the playing field in terms of, of, uh, looking good. And he thinks that being clean, clean shaven helps him look a little bit younger. I have to disagree because the more he shaves, the more he reveals he has liver spots on his face, which, you know, is not a great look for somebody in their fifties, but I digress. Um, he also has a like fully eighties haircut, which only makes him look older. But anyway. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The jig is up, sis. Um, he says that they plan on going horseback riding and bowling that day, which sound less like activities that you would do with somebody that you're going to marry and more like something you would do with your kid when you have custody of them for the weekend. Um, he's at the train station, but he can't read the language, obviously. So he's confused. He, um, has no idea what's going on, but he's a train pulls up at that time. Um, she was supposed to get there at eight. So a train pulls up. So he's waiting and waiting and waiting. And wouldn't you believe she's not on the train, you guys? Not only is she not on the train, she's not like in the train station waiting for him. There's no woman in a blue dress looking around for somebody, not a soul. The producers ask, like, do you think maybe she got the day wrong and she's going to come Saturday or Sunday rather than Saturday? And he's like, no, she said Saturday. He's like, she didn't give me a specific date. She just said Saturday. Um, so he is, you know, he says, today I woke up feeling optimistic, but now that I'm standing here, the anger is really setting in. <laughs> he says that the last three times she bailed on him, you know, were logical excuses in his mind. Um, but he has no explanation now. Uh, so then he goes to a cafe to see if she's online, which she's not. And he takes that as a good sign. Um, so then he actually says that he is relieved that she's not online because it still gives him a little bit of hope. And he recounts a time where she promised after the three times that she completely bailed on him that she would never do that to him again. And (laughs) you guys, I don't know. He writes her a message online and says, Lana, I kept my word. Where are you? Please respond to me. David keeps checking the site to see if she's online, but she's not. Um, he's basically <laughs> taking his little MacBook Air to a cafe, to the park, 
to the hotel room to, you know, wherever just to like try and keep up with her, but nothing. Um, he finally meets up with his friend Anya, who he tried to date before, but it didn't work out. And she's like completely like, dude, like give it up. <laughs> like she, he sent another message, uh, while he was waiting for Anya to say that he was devastated. Um, Anya thinks that this is all crazy and like everybody does not understand why David doesn't see why this is like a totally weird thing. Um, then he says, he tells Anya that he plans on actually going to the town where she claims she lives and that he's going to like go there and genuinely look for her and like figure out what the deal is. Like, is that not creepy to you <laughs> to, to have some dude that you've never met show up in your town where you had no intention of meeting him, especially when this is very far. Like, I mean, I know he's in the Ukraine, but they were talking about like a 10 hour train ride. Um, Anya was telling him like, this is not a good idea. You guys, he, or David, he, um, she's like, not only is like, are the, are the roads bad? Um, she said it's a very dangerous area. And not on top of that, it's like close to the war zone. She's very concerned and thinks, you know, he should not do this at all. Um, yeah, so that was the end of the episode, actually, you guys. Was there anything else? No, there wasn't. Um, so yeah, if you guys want to check out my Patreon, it's at patreon.com slash ebbm podcast. If y'all want to give me a five-star review, I would very much appreciate that. I, I will catch you guys, actually, I think tomorrow, because tonight, Princess from By Pumpkin and I are going to be recapping... Tiger King. I am very, very excited to do that. So I hope you guys look forward to that. If you guys, I'm just going to give you a warning now. It's going to be a complete recap. So if you haven't watched the uh, documentary, if you haven't finished it, we're going to be spoiling everything. So <laughs> don't listen to that until you've finished. Um, so yeah, you guys have a great day. I'll catch you tomorrow. Bye.